the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson, the Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. The Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Something God wants every child of God to do. Saints of the Most High God, we're blessed people. One of the many reasons why we are blessed people is because we have a God that loves us like nobody else will ever do. One of the things that God will do for us that nobody else will do is open doors of opportunity for me and you. Doors that God wants us to walk through so that we can live the blessed life and be a blessing in life like He wants us to do indeed. But in order for us to live the blessed life that God wants us to live and be the blessed people that God wants us to be, we have to walk through the doors that God opens for you and me. Otherwise, we won't be the blessed people that God wants us to be and live the blessed life that God wants us to live. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, that we learn to walk through the doors that God opens for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We're talking about how to move into the things of God and open doors that he has in store for you. I told you it was going to come straight down the middle this year. Didn't I tell you that? Amen. Amen. So anyway, that, that's what he told him to do. He said, man, get thee away from all that stuff that's opposite of me. And I will make of thee a great nation, which means you'll never be that great nation until you do what he tells you to do. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And of course, he began to say some other things that's powerful too. turn back to Acts chapter 10. So Satan does the opposite. Satan tell you, you get up away from anything that's godly. Stay out the church. Don't show up. Stay away from the people of God. Don't listen to them. And your parents, they tripping. That's they God. I'm teaching real good right now. Acts chapter 10. But anyway, my man was devout, both him and his house, his property and his peoples. Everybody was legit. Are you listening to me? Because that's what God designed. God designed godly households. God planned for there to be godly households. Oh, yes, he did. He designed for that. See, he understand, you got to understand the power that exists in a godly household. Man, I wish I had time to run through the Old Testament and show you the godly families that existed and the awesome things that they caused to manifest. Godly families. I'm, I declare godly families up in this place in the name of Jesus. I declare whole households that are walking in the fullness of what God has in store for them. My God, because there's a reason why you were born to a godly family. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Anyway, it says in a devout man, one that feared God and all his house, not some of his house, all his house, 99 and a half percent won't do. 100% is what God wants to manifest. Here's some more characteristics. Y'all didn't like that one either. 
which gave much alms. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if they're going to care for this one either. <laughs> which, which gave much alms to the people. Much alms? Yeah, much alms. And prayed to God sometimes. And prayed to God once a month. Prayed to God when they needed something. And prayed to God always. Dang. Here's a reflection of your devoutness and you being able to conduct yourself in such a way where you don't have a loss of focus because all your house is conducting itself the way it's supposed to. Is that you'll turn around and do these things right here. One of the things is that you'll give much alms. Everybody say much alms. That word alms literally translates compassionateness. Compassionateness. Which means that the alms we recognize as being money, but God recognizes as compassionateness. God said, you ain't giving away money. You're giving away compassionateness. And watch this. You can only give what you got. You can only give what you got. And if you don't have compassion, you ain't giving up nothing. It's one of the ways to be able to tell the goodness in a person's heart is their willingness to give. I'm teaching real good now. And notice he said he gave it to the people. He gave it to the people. He just gave it to the people. You know, think about it. He's already a centurion. He's already got folk all up under him. So because he don't really need nobody, he got, he got his connections. But he turned around and just extending out of the goodness of his heart into other people's lives. Can you, under, can you recognize why God called him God, a godly person who was devout? That guy's devout because he conducted himself like me. He just giving, although it don't appear as though he's going to get anything out of it. He just giving, although it appears as though, because he ain't giving to get. He giving just because that's who he is. I'm devout. I'm, in, I'm sitting in the midst of a people who are like that. You give just because God, because God's in you and because you're love. I mean, y'all are some of the most givingest people. I'm telling you, I've been around a lot of saints in my life, but I'm telling you, y'all some giving people. Can I talk? Can, can we? It's, this church, honestly, this church is stunning. A lot of people look at maybe the size, but if you understood the impact that you guys have at this size, it's ridiculous. The impact that you have. If I can just go from the financial end, there is no way. Listen to me. There is no way in the natural that this church with this many people is supposed to be able to do the things that it does financially. No way. Because there ain't enough people. There's not enough people. There isn't, I mean, when you when you talk to church folk, you know, the ones that's, you know, the muckety mucks that have been in church things for all, you know, many years. The first thing they want to ask you is how many people. And the reason why is because they can then be able to begin to start attaching your ability to have impact based upon the amount of people that you have. Because they know the percentage of people who give in the midst of that number. Like, for instance, if it's about 500 people of that number, usually about 10 percent gives anything of any significance. 10 percent. So then they would then look and say, well, let me see, 500, 10 percent. That's 50 people that actually would do anything. So, you know, you ain't got much. Go get a job. You know, buy stuff, a, a building? No, no. Put, I mean, re- within one year, revamp the entire inside of the building with the best? No, see, no. Wait a minute. Y'all got that and, and you got two vehicles out there? And they ain't all dilapidated and broke down looking? They ain't all Mitch Mac looking, looking like a quilt out there and stuff like that? But they look like a fleet for real? They, and they work. They ain't like broke down on the side of the road and stuff like that. And they out there thumbing rides and stuff. What kind of place is this? It's a place of devout people. Of devoted people. 
So you got to understand, I'm not, in, I, I, I'm not into increasing numbers. I'm into increasing people. Amen. Just like God is. Because God only need a couple good people. And he's going to get some stuff done. Amen. The, uh, my, the percentage of people that serve in this church is staggering. I talked to other ministers about how many, they said, well, you know, well, how many people, I have a problem with people serving. I, I, we can't get anybody to serve. We said, oh, no, I'm trying to get some of them to sit down. Because <laughs> they're all over the place serving and stuff Amen. like that. They're handling all kinds of, and doing it smiling. Amen. Because we love to serve. Yes, oh, yes, we do. Yes, and they turn around and find the percentage of people that's serving up in here. They staggered. They say, like, let me get this right. 75% of your membership is serving in active capacity? Amen. What kind of? Sadness. What y'all doing over there? We loving God. Amen. And folk that love God, fear God, and are devoted to God. And because they'll commit their time as well as their dime to God. Amen. And so man is devoted to God, so he's willing to commit his dime to God. People that ain't devoted, they ain't giving up that dime. They're not willing to get that up. I mean, I ain't giving up no dime to God. I need everything I got. Shoot, ends ain't meeting. I at least know where one end is now. I ain't, still ain't found another end to try to meet them. And you want me to try and get something else? Uh-huh. That's when you, God, I ain't giving nothing. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't, I ain't doing nothing. That's what folk be doing. Do it, they just do it quietly. They, they just do it like that. Here's the move. Do it, do, do, folk ain't that bold like that. They just do it like this. Act like you're passing a bucket past me. Like past me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just be going down the aisle like that. Not here, though. Praise God. Take a little while sometimes. But in other places, it's just like this. <laughs> in fact, some folk do like this and stuff like that. They're sitting down here. And then when the preacher, yeah, I mean, when the, when, the, when the keeper of the house get ready to pass, they like, don't even throw it down here, man. Don't even throw it. Just, just walk on. Because ain't nobody down here doing that. Amen. Amen. Uh, we go back to the story. Praise God. Because if, I, if we're devoted, we'll be able to see it in your dollar. That's why this is a devoted church. Remember, Bishop himself was like tripping out on this church. This church paid for itself after year two. That does not happen in churches. He just kept it around on his books because as if it was an anomaly. Anomaly. Like, well, praise God, we'll see over time. Yeah, this year you were profitable, but we'll see over time. And then after time, still is. And after time, still is. And again, can I talk? Ain't nowhere near the line in relationship to profitability. Nowhere near. It sustains itself. Why? Because we're people that's plugged into God. Amen. Nothing deep. But anyway, we move on. Is that why some households don't remain profitable? Lack of devotedness to God. Possibly. Just possibly. We read on. Because I'm losing people again, just like I was with that other thing. So their alms, their compassionness. He gave much. Everybody say much. Look at him operating like God, giving plenty. And then he turned around and, and, and let's see what else he did. Not only did he do much alms, but it says that he prayed to God always. I like that word always because that word always means through all times. That is const- constantly through all time. Everybody say all time. Now, all time is not all time like tick tock tick. It's all time as in no matter what's happening when it's tick-tock ticking. Because times change, although time is the same. Amen. You know how some folk that's like pray, pray like a mug when everything all right. Get silent and quiet when it ain't. 
How about this? Let's flip flop it. Maybe you don't know nobody like that. I do. I know people like that. Let's flip it to the other way. Never pray when everything seems to be all right. But when things get jacked up, we'll tear up some carpet in intercessory prayer. <laughs> be here before we get here. We be like getting there at 630. You know, we a little earlier than 630 on, on, on there to be, make sure the door is open at 630 and stuff like that. A lot of problems happen. We'll be waiting outside like be rebuking you. Pastor, how come you weren't here? You be like, man, it's six o'clock. The prayer don't start till six thirty. Do I look like a person that's gonna wait till six thirty? You think I got off my pillow because everything all right? Open the door. I be like, at least let me get the alarm. Open the door. <laughs> Pray the heck up out some stuff. <laughs> but these are people that pray all time. It don't matter what the circumstance or situation is. They constant and consistent. But then again, that's godly because that's where God is, is constant and consistent. See, this is important because both his giving and his praying demonstrate limitlessness. Both his demonstration and his praying rep- demonstrates limitlessness. And anytime, remember I said in the natural on your side, you will open up the door that will allow you to be able to for God to be able to come in and do in your life what he wants you to do. For with what measure ye meet, it'll be measured back to you again. So since you measure limitlessly, then you will receive open doors limitlessly. Good to see you, babe. You'll see open doors limitlessly. Are you listening to me? But if you stay limited, then you won't, then you won't be able to step into the unlimitlessness that God has in store for you. Many alms, many give alms, but he gave much alms. This, is, this giving is a demonstration of his faith. Because he knew that his more is coming, so I ain't worried about it. I ain't trying to hold on to nothing. It's also giving demonstrated his selflessness. Selflessness is the opposite of selfishness. Selfishness blocks the dam or causes a dam which blocks the ability of God to be able to bless you. But selflessness opens the door so that it can continuously be channeled and funneled to you. Giving is a demonstration of that we have exceeded ourselves and entered into his way of thinking and doing. Giving is a demonstration that we have exceeded ourselves. And it's not until you exceed yourself that you step into God, into the God life that God wants you to live. That's why selfishness will never allow the God life to be able to manifest for you like you want to. But a person through their giving, their praying and everything like that will demonstrate the fact that I'm selfless. It ain't about me. I'll give up the pillow. Pillow don't mean that much to me. It means something, but it don't mean that much. It means something. Pillows feel good. Come on, come on, come on. Just a little while ago, back when some of y'all was getting up, y'all know the thought hit some of y'all. No, not today. And this change of time is a good enough excuse to hold on to this pillow just a little bit longer. Just roll it over to the dry side or a little drier side and lay back down and just go and enjoy yourself. I'm teaching real good right now. But giving up the pillow demonstrates selflessness. And same thing with the money. Y'all not the ones that thumb past the hundreds and the fifties and the tens and stuff like that and be like putting half a dollars in, 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 the church, in, in the offering. Tad in half with a note on it. The other half will come next time I come. Just hold on. Don't say when you come. It just next. <laughs> Praise God. Many pray, but homie prayed always. You got to understand, remember, he had watched the Jews. That's why he was praying under their God. But they prayed during certain hours. And that's the emphasis is that the people that he watched did so much. But he even exceeded what it is that he saw that he learned from. 
So what's supposed to happen is we're supposed to exceed even the people that we learn from and what we do. Because we're supposed to use them as a stair step to go higher. So they prayed during hours of prayers, but he exceeded their customs, which demonstrate I ain't in the customs. I ain't just praying at the time that I'm supposed to be praying. I'm doing it all the time. I ain't just giving at the time and the dime I'm supposed to give. I'm doing it all the time. I even get other people, man. You need something. You need something. I get other people. I don't just give it designated times. I just give. That's just who I am and what I'm about. Let's see what God had to say about all that. In verse three, he said he saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? And he said unto him, watch this now, thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. Glory to God. He said, thy prayer and thy, and thy alms have come up as a memorial unto God. I like that because when it's talking about memorial here, it's, if I could put it this way, it's almost an equivalent to a big old gravestone. Which meant, but watch this now, but every time he give, every time he pray some more, it turn bigger. And every time he pray and he give some more, it get bigger. Until before you know it, there's a big old, big old gravestone, big old monument sitting up in heaven in front of God. To the point that, God up in heaven, I'm paraphrasing, God up in heaven and this memorial is standing in front of him, right in front of him. And God can't like, God got like, he got to like, he like, look, there's this memorial that's in front of me up in heaven. I can't even see everything I want to see. I know he can see everything, but work with me in my example. I can't even see what I want to see because this big old memorial up here. This memorial of my man's Cornelius giving and my man's praying. I got to do something to clear this memorial out the way so I can see all the rest of the stuff I got each day. Thank you. Have a seat. God said, I want you to understand that your prayers, that's why I say, I know your works. I've been watching you. I've been watching you giving. I've been watching you praying. I've been watching you doing it always throughout all time, regardless of whether everything good, everything bad. I've been watching. I've been watching. I'm one of his names in the Old Testament is El Roy, the God that sees all. And he sees it. He sees it. He sees it. He's seen what you've been doing. He's seen how you ain't backing up. Go back to, not turn there, but remember back in Revelations uh, when we was reading a little while ago, he says, you've kept my name. You've held on to my name and you've kept my word and you didn't back up off of that. I saw you didn't back up off of it. I saw you still saying the Lord is God, although everything around you look like hell. I, you, I see you. I've been hearing you speak your confessions, speaking that miracle out of your mouth. And it's become a memorial to me. Right before the throne, it's a memorial. I got to like look around and it's time for me to knock down your memorial. You got to understand that when God comes to take away your memorial is to give you what it is that comes as a result of the memorial that's being built in front of it. Okay. Oh, glory to God. That might not. Oh, you understand how, <laughs> how much I got in the ground. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I got to calm down and get back. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Amen. <laughs> Woo! No, I ain't. Oh! Woo! You gotta Woo! You gotta understand. If he had a memorial, I got I got New York City. Blessed be Woo! Big old skyscrapers all, all up in heaven, all up in the way. Woo! And 
it's time to get paid. It's time. It's time. Well, I ain't fleshing out. I'm in the spirit like a mug right now. It's time to get paid. Shut up. I'm back. I think I am. Praise God, but I ain't apologizing. Oh, Jesus. So, my God. So he turned around and looked at that. He said he saw in a vision, evidently, about the knife out of the day, an angel of God. God sent an angel. So, man, you go down there and tell, homie, that I seen everything he doing. And you tell him he got this big old Empire State Building sitting up in heaven up in front of me. And then we looked, when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, what is it, Lord? Watch this now. And he said unto him, thy prayers and thy alms is an Empire State Building in front of God. And now, everybody say now. now. Send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. You got to understand, he told him now. Everybody say now. Now, now is a primary participle of present time. It's a primary participle of present time. Which means as a result of everything that's been done before, now. As a result of everything that's been done before, now. He didn't wait, but the angel didn't come from heaven and say, Later. The, way the, 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 the angel, I'm about to go. The angel didn't. <laughs> angel didn't come up. The angel didn't come here and say, eventually. He didn't come up in there and say, there's coming a day in the sweet by and by that sun's about to return it to your eye. He said, now. God, there's, about, there's some nows about to start manifesting up in this place. Because God said, I've seen your works. So now. Oh. <laughs> so now. He said, now. Everybody say, now. Not later. Say, not later. Now. There's an angel. This one sent from heaven. This one that covers God. This one whose job is a messenger. This is FedEx from heaven. Blessed be the name. This is UPS from the best. Are you listening to me? He said, now. Everybody say, now. He said, now. Send you some folk to Joppa. You got to understand, every one of your nows is going to be attached to directions and instructions. Every one of your nows is going to be accompanied with instructions and directions. Why is that? Because God said, there's something I need you to do to receive the thing that I have in store for you. Because every time you do what God tells you to do, it opens up a door to open up a door. It opens up a door to open up a door. And because you did what he told you to do then... He's saying to you, now, this is your open door. Well, that's all the way up time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what God's Word is saying about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you. Doors of opportunity to be the blessed people that God wants us to be and live the blessed life He wants me and you. I hope that you're seeing the importance of walking through the doors that God opened for me and you so that you can receive and achieve everything that God has planned and prepared for me and you. I don't know about you, but I plan to walk through all the doors that God opened for me. I hope you do too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. 
We'll be more than glad to get it to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Where the Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Passy Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a very beneficial fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. Especially if your desire is to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio to help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest weather folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that helps you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither ride, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.